If you're ready to book more discovery calls, land more clients, and have referrals flooding in, it all starts the moment someone lands on your scheduling page. And we're going to be talking all about what is your onboarding process look like and how you can use no like trust three phase process to land more discovery calls, more clients and have referrals flooding in. So stay tuned to this week's episode. Welcome to the Serve Scale Soar podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can too. Hello, Surf Scale Soar family. I am so excited to be with y'all this week. And before we jump into why your onboarding process is so freaking important, I first want to spotlight one of our reviews. So this one comes from Mayo. Five stars and a kissy face. It says, can't stop listening. Surf Scale Soar is a gold mine of information. I just started listening and have binged 10 episodes in two days. Brady's super genuine and shares all the how-tos on starting and growing your business quickly. If you have a business or you're just starting business, listen now. You'll thank me later. Well, thank you so much, Mayo. I love these reviews, y'all. I just love reading them, and I love knowing that the information we put out is actually valuable to you. In 10 episodes, girl, in two days, thank you. And so thank you, thank you for leaving that review they mean the world to us. And if you would like to be featured as one of our spotlight listeners, make sure to go on and leave an honest review and you could be our next spotlight listener. So without further ado, let's jump into this week's episode. That's all about your onboarding process. So before we really jump into the no like trust three phase process that I'm going to lay out for you, I want to tell you a story. And this story starts with a service provider who was just getting started out and she was trying to be really cheap. And she went with a free scheduler, like Acuity, Calendly, something I could get for free. She also went with free invoicing software, FreshBooks, Wave, and she had Google folders upon Google folders and creating proposals and Google Docs and just everything was as cheap as possible. And so when someone would message her and ask for like, oh, yes, I want to book a time with you. It was like, OK, so I have this day or this day or this day available. What works best for you? And it was like this fitting in schedules. And then when she got the scheduler set up, it was a hot mess express. Things weren't connected right. And people weren't getting the information they needed. And they were just going places. Then once she would land a client on a discovery call, proposals had to be created in Google Docs, exported as PDFs, then emailed out. And that took a really long time. Then when it was time to send the invoice, it was figuring out like, oh, which invoice service am I going to use? So it's free. So expenses and reports were all over the place and it became really overwhelming. This is how I started my business and it wasn't efficient. It wasn't wow factor. 
And it was much, much harder to land clients doing things that way. But you know what happened? When I streamlined the process, I created a wow factor onboarding. Everything was streamlining. The clients just started flooding in. It's incredible what happens when things become systematized. You let go of some control and let the technology and the automations work for you. It lets you create a wow experience that lets other people easily be able to rave about you. And that's what we're going to talk about today is why your onboarding process is one of the most important processes to have in place. And the fact that we don't think about onboarding until we get the client, but when we should be thinking about the onboarding process starts the moment they land on your scheduling page. So in today's episode, I'm going to go over my three phase, no like, and trust factor processes that you need to have in place for onboarding your clients. And if you are like, Brandy, I don't want another system. I like running a lean business. I'm here to tell you Dubsado costs $35 a month. It's going to run pretty much everything for you. And if you're questioning $35 a month, we need to be questioning why we're in business. So if you want to hear more about that, head to our episode on the four tools I learned scaling to six figures. And I talk all about that one. But our onboarding process starts the moment that someone lands on our scheduling page. And that's phase one. This is the no phase. They're getting to know you. They've either went to your Facebook page and that's linked up to your scheduler in Dubsado, or you have your scheduler embedded on your website. So they've been to your website. Somehow they have come to know about you. This is the first phase. And so this is where your scheduler page should be. Like I said, if you don't have a website, that's totally okay. You can link straight to your scheduling page. From that, it should be very easy for them to pick a date and time. And that doesn't mean you leave it wide open that they can pick any time, but it just makes it easy for them to be able to pick a time. Next, you should have an intake form. You want to know something about this person before they book a call. You want to know if they're right or not before you jump on a call with them. So what does your intake form look like? Do you even have one? That's really important. It also shows people that you're serious about this business and that they're not just booking with anyone, but they're booking with someone who takes this seriously. This is not just a 15 minute coffee chat. This is a serious business owner who wants to have information before they jump on a call with someone. And you need to have the reminder emails. They should receive reminder canned emails and all of this should be automated without you even having to think about it. And they should be getting reminder emails. This should be one soon as they book. It should be one for 24 hours before and it should be a reminder email one hour before. All of these need to be going out without you even thinking about them. This should all be automated. The whole process should be automated so you wake up with bookings on your books. How many of you would love to wake up and have an email that says, blah, 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 has booked a discovery call. You have a discovery call on your books now. That's what happens when we have systems set up that don't require us to do anything. That is phase one is your no phase. It's what happens before the discovery call. This is your first impression someone has with you. Even if it's not with you as a person, it's with your business and your page. And this needs to be simple for them. And some people are like, well, simple means that they shouldn't have to fill out an intake form. No, 
an intake form should be attached to the scheduler so they don't have to go find their email, fill out an intake form, and then respond to you. And so that is why I'm a proponent of your intake form being attached to your scheduler. That shows them that you are trying to make it as convenient for them as possible, not digging through an email to try to answer your questions. Okay, so that is phase one. They're getting to know you. Phase two is the like phase. This is the discovery call and the proposal phase. So on the discovery call, either if you do this on the phone, if you do this on Zoom, FaceTime, whatever you're using to do your discovery calls, your sales calls, your getting to know you calls, whatever you call them, this is the like phase. This is when they're gonna decide if they like you or not. And don't take it personal. If they don't like you, if they don't hire you, that doesn't mean they don't like you. It just means it wasn't probably a good fit. But this is the like phase. So in this discovery call, you wanna run the show. You wanna keep it to 15 to 20 minutes. You are in charge and you are showing them, getting all the information from them and then showing them how you are gonna make a bigger impact in their business when they hire you. This is where your offer comes in. And this, if you don't seal them on the discovery call, this is when the proposal gets sent out. So on the discovery call, you want it to be professional. You wanna be prepared. You want to have done your research beforehand. You want them to feel confident and able to like you in this process. Then the proposal. If you get off a discovery call and you tell them, okay, you're going to have a proposal in the next hour or I'll send you a proposal. You better believe that proposal. If you just said you'll have a proposal in the next hour, you better believe you better have that proposal to them before that hour is up because that's showing how you are as a person and the integrity you share in your business. Because one thing, I know life happens, but if you're gonna tell someone you're gonna have a proposal to them in an hour, and then it comes two hours and they get it, that shows how you probably are to work with. So be careful with your wording. If you think it's gonna take longer, say I'll get you a proposal within the next 24 hours. And then you get it to them as soon as possible. Always better to under promise and over deliver then overpromise and underdeliver. And so what I want you to think about is what does your proposal process look like? What does your proposal look like? Doesn't mean you have to have a fancy proposal. My proposals were never fancy until I was making over six figures, but it does come down to what the information is inside the proposal and how quickly you get it to them. That first 24 hours after they talk to you on a discovery call is so crucial. This is really when they're making their decision. This is when they're deciding in phase two if they like you enough to work with you. So what does your discovery calls look like and what do your proposals look like? And I'm not talking about aesthetics. I'm talking about are they put together? Do you have templates for them? What is the process of getting them to them? And are you actually delivering it when you say you're going to deliver it? That is phase two. So phase one is our scheduler stage. What does it look like to schedule an appointment with you? Phase two is our like phase. This is the discovery call and the proposal. This is the decision phase. Are they going to work with you? And phase three is the trust phase. This is when they've decided that they trust you and they want to work with you. They like you. They're ready to work with you. Now it's time to build the trust. The first 24 hours, once someone decides that they're going to work with you, is the most crucial time in this whole process. 
This is when you, once you get them their contract, so as soon as they say they're ready to work with you, you want to get them that contract and invoice as soon as possible. You may have already had that attached to your proposal, which you can do in Dubsado. If you didn't, you want to get that information to them ASAP. Once they sign the contract and pay the invoice, this is where panic sets in. This is when they're trying to decide, did I make the right decision? Was this the hire that I should have made? Did I just make a mistake? And this is your time to calm down those nerves and show them, yes, they made the right decision by hiring you. And so that first 24 hours is so important. So as a Facebook ad strategist, I make sure that as soon as they sign their contract, soon as they pay the invoice, they're getting a questionnaire. That questionnaire is for them to fill out and get me added to their Facebook business page. Now, here's the thing. They may not finish that questionnaire in the first 24 hours, but the important thing is I got it to them in the first 24 hours. That shows that their account is important to me and not something on the back burner. Soon as they fill out that questionnaire, because some people will do it within that first 24 hours, we're booking their strategy call. I'm getting that booked as soon as possible so they see that I'm on top of this. Their account is important to me. When I was doing Pinterest, soon as they signed that contract, soon as they paid their invoice, they were getting a questionnaire and a link to schedule their first call with me. So you can see how this is so important. And you may be like, but Brandy, it's the weekend or something. Automate it. Have automation set up in your Dubsado that say when someone signs a contract, pays an invoice, then they get this questionnaire. It's easy as that. It's all set up in workflows. Dubsado will help you with that. But this 24 hours is the most crucial time to calm their nerves and show them that you are dedicated. Maybe you take it a little extra. And this is like the bonus steps. And you use the free app Bonjoro. I use this for our members inside SurfScaleSore, and I welcome them to our community individually, personally. But what if you use this to really say, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be working with you. Thank you for joining us, and this is going to be a great relationship. And you sent that video to them really quick. I mean, 30-second video to calm their nerves, just to let them know that their account matters to you. There's power in the first 24 hours. And so those are the three phases of onboarding is phase one is the no phase. This is the scheduling phase. Phase two is the like phase. This is your discovery call and the proposal phase. This is deciding if they like you enough to work with you phase. Phase three is the trust phase. This is where we're going to build the trust because they've decided they like you and they want to work with you. And now it's time to build that trust. When you can really master all three of these phases with a little automation, systems in place, and just a little personal touch, that is when you become a referral machine, a client gaining machine, and have discovery calls on your books when you wake up in the morning. It all comes down to the know, like, and trust factor broken down into these three phases. And so I would love for you to identify which phase do you have in place, which phases don't you have in place, and which phases you can improve on. Because we can all improve somewhere. No matter how tight you think your systems are, there's probably a little bit room for improvement. So maybe it's that bonus step of downloading Bonjoro and just adding that personal touch. 
but I know that this is simple, actionable steps that you can take today to make your business stand out from the rest. And when you can make your business stand out from the rest, you can become way easier to get clients. So take these steps I share with you and put them into action because you know I'm all about taking action. So if you would like to know more in depth on what your canned emails should look like, what your discovery calls will look like, we chat all about that inside SurfScale Store membership. But if you want to know a little bit more, head to how to scale to consistent $10,000 a month without hiring a team. My free training, you can find that at surfscalesore.com forward slash 10K, the letter 10. That's wrong. The number 10, the letter K. So surfscalesore.com forward slash 10K. We'll link it up below and head to that free training and check it out. 60 minutes. It'll help you figure out the holes in your business and also the mistakes you could possibly be making. And then if you love it, we'll see you inside our membership. So go out this week, serve your clients, scale your business and soar into that six figure year you deserve. Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve Scale Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.